0: Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today's episode is going to be on the best tool for taking control of your money. And we're going to be talking about money dates, which is one of my favourite topics. Um, and that is because, realistically, they are such a good tool for so many reasons. So let's just jump straight in. Like, what is a money date? Now, a money date is basically like, the way I like to describe it is, imagine you had a partner, right? We all know, I think, with general knowledge, it's common sense, I mean, that what a healthy and what a toxic relationship looks like, right? And you have to treat your money like a partner. If you and your partner aren't going on date nights, aren't spending quality time together, aren't doing the things that help you connect as a couple, you're not going to see each other. You're not going to feel connected. You're not going to understand each other. There are going to be so many reasons why it's going to fall down and not be a healthy relationship. So, you need to date your money. You need to show your money that you care about it, you respect it, you love it, you're interested in it. Um, And you do this through having a money date. So a money date is basically just sitting down with your money and spending time with it and going through all the information. But the key thing to know is that information when it comes to your money is just data. Data is knowledge, knowledge is power. You get the picture. So it basically helps put you in the financial driver's seat. It stops letting your money be the one in control. Like I speak to so many people in my community and I speak to so many people that are one-to-one clients and they're like, I don't know where my money's going. And I'm like, how can you, how can you expect to grow your money, save, invest, do all of those things if you don't even know what your money is doing? Um, and this has even played out for me, right? Like I used to have money dates weekly back when I worked my full-time job, when I was like saving that 15 grand, when I was saving... The bigger amount, 25 grand. I used to sit down with my money. I used to love it. I'd just be like, oh, hey, girl. And I used to think about all the things. It used to help me feel connected to it. What I've noticed as I've got older, and I sort of dropped down having money dates to like monthly. And then I also, there were times where I didn't do it. I'm not going to lie. There were times where I didn't practice what I preached. And fuck me, did it make a difference? Like, I would be like, I actually don't know where my money's gone. I couldn't really tell you if I spent it this month. And it was always the months where I overspent. I didn't save. I didn't invest. And like, it's crazy the connection between the two. So spending time and attention on your money is really important if you want to feel good about money and you want to build wealth. So... Uh, the the kind of, the the reason why it helps you, right, is it helps you explore your relationship with money and reflect on what happened last month, what went well, what didn't. That allows you to understand what your relationship is with money. Helps you move closer to your bigger life goals, your big happy goals. It's going to help you achieve them because you can keep track of how close you're getting to them have you saved this month have you invested this month have you reduced your debt this month it's going to help you move closer to achieving your big happy goals it's going to help build financial resilience and confidence now confidence comes with taking action i think we think it's confidence first then action it's not it's action first feel the fear do it anyway and that's going to build confidence with yourself with your skills with your abilities So, by having a money day, you are constantly assessing what's going on, your own behaviors, how well you've done, uh, what you need to improve. And that is going to build your confidence and your resilience. It's going to help you to stay on top of your finances, which is going to reduce stress. There's this connection between money and mental health. If you're stressed or worried or anxious or you have poor mental health, it makes managing your money harder. And if you're struggling with managing your money, it's going to make your mental health worse. So, the two are really closely linked. So, if you flip the spiral 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 around the other way and you can send it upwards what you're doing is by getting better at managing your money and knowing where it's gone it's going to actually help improve your mental health because you're not going to feel as stressed you're not going to feel as anxious etc. And then finally, it's going to help you find ways to save and invest more. You're going to find the money leaks. You're going to find the things that you can stop doing. You can find ways to cut back on the things that aren't bringing you joy. It's going to help you find ways to spend more on the things that you do want to. And it's going to identify places that you can actually save and invest more. So really, all in all, it's a fucking all-rounder if you ask me. And I say you should be doing this every day single month. If you get paid weekly, it's quite good to do it weekly. But if you get paid monthly, get paid, it's good to do it monthly. Weekly never hurts if you get paid monthly, but at least once a month I think is really important. So I'm going to walk you through how to do it. And just so you know, I have a freebie, which is a money date checklist, which basically encapsulates all of the things that I say in this pot in this episode. Um, and it's on a PDF like PDF, it's a checklist. So every month you do it, you can have it printed out, you can have it digitally, and you can tick it off as you go. But I'm going to walk you through it step by step. So first off, you want to make sure that you're comfy. This is key. I know it sounds silly, but environment is really important. You want to engage all of your senses, burn a candle, get the lighting right, put your comfiest PJs on, ha- be- make sure that you're not hungry. I know that sounds really silly, but when we're hungry, it affects our ability to make good decisions and see clearly and get clarity. So make sure you've got a full belly and um, make your nicest, your favorite tea, do all of the things that makes you feel good in your body. Sap your environment, and you're basically going to need your spending plan or your budget from the month before, um, as well as a fresh planner for the month ahead. And you're going to need access to all of your like bank statements, cards, apps, whatever it is that you uh, use. And then I like to break it down into a few sections. So section number one is what happened last month. Section number two is what's going to happen next month, and then reflections and how you feel about it all so section one what happened last month you want to look back over your spending for that last month or that last week depending on when you're doing it and look at like what felt good what didn't feel good and really understand like Just on a reflection basis, like what worked and what didn't, that's going to be subjective. You might have had a really good month. You might have had a really bad month. You might have had an okay month, but it's just about noting it. So first off, you want to look at your income and your earnings. Now, obviously, if you are nine-to-fiver, if you're like full-time or part-time employed and you have a set salary, um you know, it, you you don't necessarily need to check this. It's still important to check your income. And it, every month, it's really important. And we'll talk about this in the second section, which is about checking your payslip. But if you are self-employed or freelance, you can look back and say, how much money did I make this month? Like, add it all up. How much did I make from the different jobs? How many invoices got paid? How, how, what did I make from side hustles? Build up a picture of what you brought in last month. Then you want to look at your spending and really just First off, be like, on my bank statement, is there any uh, bank transactions that I don't recognize? Research, find out who they are. Who is she? It's like Nikki from, Nikki Graham from Big Brother. Who is she? Who is she? Like, make sure that every transaction in your account you recognize and is yours. Um, And take ownership for it. And if you look at anything and you go, that really fucking was not me. It gives you the opportunity to Find out who it was. Hopefully you haven't been frauded. Um, but it's important to make sure that you know what's going on. Then asking yourself, did I spend in alignment with my budget? So depending on how you budget, depending on how you spend uh, your plan, your spending, some people obviously like give every pound a purpose and, you know, I'm going to spend this much on this, on these exact things, in these categories. Some people do it in like buckets or categories. So I'll spend £200 on food, 300 on travel, etc., some people just say this is for bills this is for spending and they don't give themselves those categories if that is you that's absolutely fine but make sure that within that spending you still have a bit of an idea of how much on average you end up spending on each things because that's going to build up a picture of how much it costs to be you and then just look did i go over budget did i go under budget what happened ask, like, really understand what is it that caused me to go over or under budget? Is it that I'm not giving myself enough money to play with? Is it that I had an unexpected bill? Is it that I wasn't being mindful? Maybe you actually went under budget and you're like, oh, I didn't need as much money for groceries as I thought or for socializing as I thought. So really just looking at your spending. And then you just want to look over your debt. So like, uh, asking yourself, did I clear any, clear, clear? Did I clear any of it uh, last month? How much did I clear? Update it. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And just really look at what you owe. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't even really have a plan for clearing my debt. I've got um, an episode, which is three ways to clear my debt, which is the three different methods that you can utilize to plan to get out of debt. So I highly recommend going to listen to that. And then you can just track it against your plan basically. So yeah, so last month, you're basically just wanting to have a look over everything and figure out what the fuck went on. Because data is power, like I've said. Okay, number two is your future money. So what is going to happen next month, the month ahead? We're going to plan ahead. Now, like I said, you might be somebody who already has a budgeting style that really works for you. So you're going to know how to do this. You might be trying out new budgeting styles or this might be completely new to you. But one thing I always say is first off, look at the month ahead and figure out what events do I have coming up? So what things might I spend money on? So for example, what is in my diary? Am I going for brunch on the 2nd of Feb? That's going to, I think, going to cost me about 30 quid. I am going to a gig on, you know, like next Friday. And I think that's going to cost me like 50 quid for drinks and for travel. Like really just plot out how much you think you're going to spend on these events and socializing that you're putting into your calendar. I always find that that really helps me because I have different levels of month where some months I'm really busy, some months I'm not. And it helps me go like, have I overstretched myself? Have I put too much in the diary? Because it's so lovely catching up with friends and putting in the diary, like, let's go for dinner, let's go for dinner. But the amount of money I spend on eating out is wild. Now, if I'm okay with that and I plan that and I know that's going on, that's fine. It's just being conscious of that. So putting events uh, in the diary can be really, really helpful. So then what extra expenses do you have coming up? So have you got anything like dentist appointment, car maintenance, like what other one-off purchases do you have to make that you know that you have in your diary? Now, if you have sinking funds, which is where you put a little bit of money away every single month into a pot for certain things, you might already have a pot of money for this thing, which means you therefore don't need to dip into your monthly income. If you don't, it obviously has to come out of that monthly income. So you just need to be aware of it. So. That and then obviously you're going to look at what you know you spend money on every single month, which is your bills, your direct debits, your fixed expenses, and then the things that you spend money on, like groceries, travel, all of those other things that you allow yourself money for. So you just want to plot it out, um, just give yourself an idea of the way that that looks and what's that's go- what that's what that is going to be for the future. Then you also want to have a think about how much are you putting towards your financial goals. How much would you like to put towards savings, clearing debt, investments, and then just track it. So like, how much would I like to put away this month or next month? Did I do that last month? Obviously, you can reflect on that. But really understanding like what that's going to look like. Now, when you're trying to save for a goal, you're trying to grow your money, it's really important that you pay yourself first so that you prioritize your savings, your financial goals, your investments over your spending. If you prioritize spending first and say, I'll just save and invest what's left over, I promise you, you will have nothing left. Your brain will spend it all. So reverse engineer it, do it the other way around and pay yourself first. That is key. Now you can put all of this money into your spending planner. If you want a copy, I have a free copy that you can download um, or a £9 like extensive ultimate copy, which has all these different tabs around annual planner, debt management, uh, financial goals, saving, all of that kind of stuff. It's very cool. I'm very proud of it. So once you've put all of your stuff into your planner what are the tasks that you need to do? So do I need to right now move money into my savings, pay off a credit card, invest and buy some funds? Do I need to clear a bill? Have a you know, to clear a parking ticket? Like what are the actual tasks that you need to do make sure you get them done as well. Because the thing is, we can then make a list. We're like, oh, I'll do this, 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 and this. And sometimes we then don't do those things. And then we can end up causing ourselves like more financial expense because we haven't cleared them or we've been charged. So make a list of all the admin that you need to do. And if you can't get it all done that night or in that hour or whatever time you've allocated for your money day, put time aside in your diary at that moment in time. So let's just say you do it on, you know, you do your money day on a Saturday morning, you've got this list of things that you then need to implement, schedule, go on Tuesday afternoon, I've put three hours in my diary, or an hour in my diary, and I know I'm going to work through these admin tasks so that they don't build up. You might also then need to move money into your spending account. So the way that I like to manage my money is: I get paid, I have money in my bills account that my bills come out of, that anything else comes out of, and then I take a chunk of money, move it into my savings and investments, take a chunk of money, and I move it onto a spending card. So I use Monzo. I use Starling for my business. I use Monzo for my personal. Then on Monzo, I set myself budgets. Now, if I'm feeling lazy, I do just go for 500 pounds for the month. If I'm like, no, I need to make sure I'm tracking like a bit clearer where it's going because I've got a little bit less to spend, or because. I want to be a bit more curious. I set myself individual budgets for each category. So I set that up. I literally do the things so that when I finish my money date, I know money is in my bills account. I've moved money into my savings and investments. I've got money on my spending account. I've done the things I need to do so that as, as of that money date being completed, I can crack on and there aren't any big things sort of hanging over my head. So that's really important. So this is essentially your financial system. Now, in some instances, you might be able to automate this process. You might, let's say, you know how much you get paid, you know how much you spend on everything, you know what your bills are, you know how much you want to save. You could set up automation so that the day that you get paid, it automatically moves money into savings, money into investments, money to clear debt, and money onto your spending account. So you just take your spending account and you crack on. That's more that's easier to do if you have a regular income but automating can be really helpful so it's definitely something to consider now the third section is reflection time now i always recommend grabbing a journal and just asking yourself these questions so first off how are you feeling about money at the moment so what thoughts and feelings are coming up for you how do you feel about making progress towards your financial goals so the saving investing reducing debt And if you don't feel like you're making progress, what do you feel is getting in the way? Is the goal too big and unachievable? Like, are you, have you, yeah, is the goal unachievable? Are you setting yourself up for a loss? Is it that you keep overspending? Is it that things keep cropping up? Like, what is it that's getting in the way of you meeting and reaching and progressing towards those goals? After looking at your last month, do you feel your spending is aligned with your values, your goals, and your dreams? Your goals and your dreams are kind of the same thing. But do you feel you are spending in alignment with that? If the answer is yes, hun. If the answer is no, how can you start to make some changes towards that? How can you be more mindful when you are spending? And ask yourself that question in the moment. And finally, what habits can you introduce over the next month to help you work towards those goals? Is there anything you're not doing now that you could start implementing? Now, if you have got this process down to a T and every time you sit down, you have a money day, you're like, yes, I'm saving. I'm doing the things. This feels good. You can look to optimize. Like, where can I be optimizing my money? What are the, am I investing? Am I growing my money? You can get to that level. If you're struggling with money management and just general, like, uh, Uh, impulse spending and saving this is the perfect time to find a system that works for you money dates are just the ultimate tool and i freaking love them and it is they are the reason why i saved over forty thousand pounds i honestly believe that so if you haven't yet done it put a date in your diary for your first money date download the freebie checklist and get started and let me know how you get along. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. And anybody who you think might need this, um, please do send it over to them. And I look forward to seeing you next week.